0: If you're from Chicago, you probably know of PAWS Chicago. PAWS is Chicago's no-kill animal shelter, and they're sharing that model with the rest of the nation because that's their goal. Susanna Wickham is the CEO of PAWS Chicago. And let me see. I've adopted Ava and Bruno, my two cats. um, Hank and Finn, my two dogs. My mom's dog, a friend. We... I'm telling you what, I'm your one-stop adoption person, Susana. (laughs) We have a few more for you. (laughs) Do you want to come in? (laughs) I hear you have a bunch of new pups and, and cats, right?
1: We do. So, you know, when we, when we bring pets in, their first stop is our animal hospital and we estimate the amount of time it's going to take to clear them. Well, we had about a hundred clear at once this week, puppies and kittens. So we are ready for people to come in for their holiday, uh, and their cold weather pets.
0: Yeah, not that we encourage giving pets as a gift, but this is a time where you're home and your kids are home from school, so you can form that bond, you can get that training underway.
1: So You want to hunker down at home, you know. Yeah. You just want that that roaring fire or the, the couch or the blanket, and there's no better time to bring a pet home.
0: And I want to talk about the cold weather because today, Finnegan, Finnegan's one of my 11-year-old brothers, Hank and Finner brothers, that I adopted from PAWs, Oh, that's right. I I almost forgot about this memory. I had Santa deliver these pups to Liam when he was a little kid, and it was the most beautiful thing ever on, on Christmas morning to wake up to two new pups, two brothers who have just made our lives so much fun. Oh, but, that's beautiful. So Finney's kind of an old guy now. He's a little over 11, and, you know, letting him out really quickly letting him back in and I thought oh my gosh he's sick which is not I've got the flu I don't know what he's got but by the time he finished that he was almost limping to get in because I yeah. I disclosed today I'm, I'm at the farm studio because of weather and because I've been battling the flu and and so it got cold here quick
1: it sure did. And looks- it's going to be cold for a week. And I would say, you know, what we really want to tell people today is for the next few days, as much as possible, keep your pets indoors. And if you have to bring them outside, this is frostbite potential weather. So booties, coats, Short, short walks only if they need them. Otherwise, I, you know, my, my dogs will be going on the pads for the next few days. I have two dogs under 20 pounds. Um, you just have to be so, so careful in this weather because they're extremely vulnerable.
0: Yeah, because for Finney, it was like three and a half minutes. And then I yep. thought I literally went out and said, hey, buddy, what's going on? And as he's following me and he's kind of limping because he's all he's old and he's cold. And does age and coat and those type of issues factor in or are they like people where some get really cold and some don't?
1: It really depends on the pet. But generally, the smaller they are and the the less hair they have, the more vulnerable they are to the cold. So you really have to think about the the size of dog, the breed of dog that you have and whether or not they can sustain being outside. One thing that I do is when I'm outside walking my dogs in weather like this, I don't put gloves on and I wait till that moment where I, I can't feel my hands and I think, that's it. They can't handle any more than this. And you put the coat on and the booties on, and I will bundle them up in my coat if I need to before we get back inside. You really just have to think about um, protecting their paws and their skin and their noses, all of those things, because it is so dangerous right now.
0: Yeah, and it's going to get just worse worse. I mean, by the end of our show today, it'll probably be in single digits overnight. We're going to be well below zero when you factor in the wind chill. And look, I've had a Bernice Mountain dog, and I've had neighbors go, you can't leave that dog outside. That dog lived for cold weather, okay? So you know your dog, you know your breed. Yes,
1: but below 0, I would say is a special case. Once you once you dip below 20 degrees in general, I don't think it's good for really any pet and we're going to have negative temperatures in the next few days. So my sense is it's best what I really want people to take away is is keep the dogs inside as much as possible. And then the other thing is you have to think about enrichment because your dogs are going to be bored. And I sometimes I take them into stores with me so that they can be like a trip to Home Depot is very popular with the dogs and it's warm in there. But just to give them something to do, you have to also schedule extra playtime because, again, they're, they're sitting at home all day. They, they want to interact and they want something to do. They need to be mentally stimulated.
0: Yeah, they don't want, you don't want them chewing on your chair
1: because <laughs> if they get
0: bored, they're going to find something to chew on or do. Um, what about feral cats? Can you address that? Because this is an issue for so many people. They see that cat in the neighborhood. They don't know what to do. I know some people actually get like a styrofoam cooler. They put straw in it. They're, but I, I don't know what to say to people when you're dealing with this kind of weather because those cats will get frostbitten.
1: Yeah, I I think people have to be really cautious about the feral cats. There are a lot of neighborhood cats in Chicago. And this time of year, they're looking for warm spots to go. And it's very common for them to end up in a garage and to actually go inside a car engine because it's warm. And so if you're going to be turning on your car, the best thing to do is to knock on the hood to make sure to make some noise, honk the horn, make sure there isn't a cat in there. I know that sounds crazy if people haven't experienced that, but it is alarmingly common right now. They are seeking out warmth, so don't be surprised to find a cat in your garage.
0: That's so true. Pound on that hood before you get in the car. And somebody else just said, hey, Lisa, um, you might suggest using your kitchen or phone timer every time you let your dog out because it's easy to forget. That is so true. That's a a good tip for anyone letting their dog
1: out. Really good advice. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is they tend to have to go about half an hour after they eat. So if they're eating a couple of times a day, you can really try to time it to be the most effective for them to make sure they can go quickly.
0: All right, Susanna, thank you so much. I know you don't get a break at Paws. You guys will be there taking care of those animals all season long. Seven days a
1: week. That's right. (laughs) That's right, because our hospital and our adoption center are always full. So we are going to be staffed no matter what the weather brings, and we're going to be making sure that our cats and dogs are loved and cared for until they find uh, their perfect home. And
0: what are your hours for adoption tomorrow?
1: Twelve to seven, and uh, we are open Christmas Eve as well, and as I mentioned, we had a giant arrival of puppies and kittens, and so we would love for come folks uh, for folks to come out and and give them a home for the holidays um, we, we don't want them waiting any longer than they have to for their for their home.
0: Thank you so much for doing what you do Thank you Lisa. Pause. So pausechicago.org if you want any details or you want to look at some of those spaces. I already looked at them today. I'm already in love. I've got no more room.